Welcome to the RV Rental Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Maxson, and I'm thrilled to guide you through the journey of launching, growing, and managing a profitable RV rental business. So hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us at the RV Rental Secrets Podcast. Today, we have Allie from MBA Insurance. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So can you tell me a little bit about MBA Insurance and what they offer? Sure. So MBA Insurance was founded in 1978. We were acquired by Brown and Brown in 2015. So we're part of the Brown and Brown family. And we specialize in vehicle rental insurance for recreational vehicles. So motorhomes, trailers, we can do some power sports. So UTVs, ATVs, your traditional motorcycles. We have an overland product. So trucks, vans, um, SUVs, Jeeps, things of that nature, but anything in that recreational vehicle spaces is what we specialize in. Okay. That's great to know. I know personally I've used it for my RV rental units, um, but I didn't realize there was all the additional um, policies. That Fun toys, right? <laughs> yeah. I know like a lot of our rental agencies, they use like add-ons for side-by-sides or golf carts. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's good to know that it could be an all-in-one package. Exactly. Now, I know like the biggest question for RV rental business owners is insurance. Um, It can be really complicated. So I know a lot of people like to do research, you know, before they choose what type of insurance they're going to use. So how does MBA insurance differ from insurance that's available on the peer-to-peer platforms like Outdoorsy and RV Share? Sure. So MBA is the program administrator for our carrier partners, which means we handle everything in-house. So the quoting, the binding of the policy, policy issuance, policy maintenance, we essentially do everything but adjust the claim. So that kind of sets us aside from other agencies, because when you talk to us, we can basically handle everything from beginning to end. Our products, we also write on admitted paper. Most of the platforms are writing on what you call access and surplus, so ENS which means they're not backed by the state. They're a little bit less regulated than an admitted product. So that's a difference. We personally, MBA, we offer seasonal pricing and flexibility. So in the off season, if you live in a place where seasonality is a thing, if it's snowing in you know November, December, probably not renting. So we do offer flexibility there. MBA, we have been in the industry for over 45 years. We've been partnered with our current carrier for over 20 years. So We're a group of experienced professionals who understand the industry, um, and we really pride ourselves on on providing excellent customer service. If you look at our Google reviews, it's a common trend in the comments that people leave. You know, we just, we're a small team. There's 14 of us. Um, Many of us have worked there for over eight plus years, and so we just really pride ourselves on, on giving that excellent customer service and partnering with you in your rental space. And then another thing, a lot of times on the platforms, you're you're getting secondary insurance and versus a possible primary coverage, which means in secondary, you're going to look for somebody else to pay out first, right? Whereas if it's a primary product, they're going to come to the table first to pay out on claims. So those are some of the differences I would say between us. and, and the- Yeah, I know one of the things I loved about my vehicles being covered by MBA is I didn't have to worry if there was an active rental or not meaning that if I had to go run out and put gas in the RV, like I know that it was always covered, where if you're using a rental platform, it's only going to be covered during the rental period. Exactly. So with us, as long as that vehicle is what we call scheduled on the policy, it's listed, there's coverage 
for you while you're, you know, running errands or getting maintenance on the vehicle. Um, and then while it's rented out. Um, and, and yeah, so you're exactly right. Yeah, it's definitely good to be fully covered at all times. Now, when people are choosing a policy for insurance, what should they be aware of when looking at different types of insurance? And what do you suggest that they get to be fully covered? So for sure, like we talked about, you're going to want physical damage on the vehicles, whether they're being rented, whether it's sitting on your lot. You want to make sure, you know, if it's parked outside and not being rented and a tree were to fall on it, that you have proper coverage in that situation while it's being rented or while you're operating it, it has to have liability coverage, right? Like that's mandated by the state and importance. And then you need liability for the rental operation itself. So if your renter is out and causes extensive bodily injury or property damage, and that third party wants to come after you essentially because you're the operator, you own the vehicle, it's important that you have coverage to protect you in that situation as well. And then if you have a rental premises, right, where you have people who are coming on and off, we recommend to have a general liability policy in regards to premises. It's what we call a slips and fall policy, right? So if you have traffic on your premises location and somebody were to fall and hurt themselves, that's definitely something you want to make sure you have protection for as well. Okay. Now, do you guys offer general liability? We do. Okay, perfect. Now, with the policies, are there any exclusions or limitations to be aware of? For example, I know that loss of use is normally not covered. So what that means for people that don't know is if an RV gets damaged, insurance isn't going to necessarily pay for any of the bookings that are able to be fulfilled because of the damaged RV. Exactly. That's a really good thing to be mindful of. And then you're going to want to make sure that that is included in your contract that you're using, right? To make sure that you're holding the renter responsible for loss of use. Because you're right. If an RV goes down and it's going to take three, four weeks, if not longer to get repaired, that's a loss of income there, right? Because you can't rent it to the other people who you had possibly scheduled, right? So loss of use is important to be mindful of. I would say also interior damage. Oftentimes interior damage isn't covered. It's kind of like your traditional car, right? So if I were to rip a seat or rip my my car seat, you know, and try to submit a claim, they're going to say, sorry, you're going to have to repair that on your own. Um, and that's important to be mindful of when you're determining what your uh, security deposit is from your renter as well, right? So if there's a possibility that it could come back and seats are scratched or something along those lines, you need to make sure that you've collected enough to possibly cover that. And then along the same lines is making sure you understand how the deductible works. Is it a per occurrence? Is it one deductible for the entire rental period? Or is it a per occurrence? Meaning they have the RV for five days and on Monday they have an accident and on Tuesday they have an accident and on Thursday they have an accident, which hopefully that doesn't happen, right? But if it does, you know, typically you need to make sure that you understand if it's a per occurrence deductible, because then that deductible could apply for each one of those occurrences, those three times. So again, going back to making sure you're collecting the right amount from your renter and a security deposit to cover you in those situations. Yeah. And I honestly, we had a renter that did have two accidents during um, their rental. It was a month long rental. So it makes it a that's, little bit better. But, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you're not aware of that deductible, then that's going to have to come out of your pocket. If it's not exactly. in the contract, that the renter would be responsible. Exactly. Um, yeah. So what I like to suggest too, for the RV rental business owners for the security deposit 
at minimum, it should cover one deductible. And that sure. way, yeah, it's going to cover the deductible if you have to make an insurance claim. Or like you said, if there's anything that's not going to be covered by insurance, it gives you some leeway for those damages to be covered. Absolutely. Another thing is roadside assistance. Oftentimes that's not covered in your insurance policy. So you do want to have a plan, you know, in case your renter gets stranded on the side of the road that you can get them either safely to get the vehicle serviced or towed back home or whatever it might be. So that's something you can be mindful of as well. Now, I know we just spoke about damages. So what is your claims process like? What do you suggest that business owners do to have, or, you know, documentation that they need to have in order to have a seamless claim process? Sure. So for sure, you want to complete the check-in, we'll get check-in and check-out forms, right? So very similar to if you go rent a car from Hertz, although things have changed and it's more automated now, but you definitely want to make sure you're doing a walkthrough of the vehicle so that the renter is aware of what's existing and that you're documenting if there's any damage there already or not, right? So walking around the vehicle, is there a dent? Is there scratches? Make sure that the vehicle is documented as before it leaves. And then same thing when it comes back, right? So if you have them completing that form and signing off, acknowledging that there's no existing damage, then when it comes back and it's damaged, it's very easy to tell who caused it, right? So in that process, it, it helps you be able to prove it was this particular renter who did the damage. So definitely your check-in and check-out forms. Um, some people do videos. They'll walk through and, you know, have the renter in it next to the, the motorhome saying, yes, this is me and making sure everything's good to go. So that's also something you can do. Um, and then, yeah, when it comes to submitting the claim, they're just going to ask for any additional documentation that's pertinent, right? So if you've documented that you've properly educated them on how to use the vehicle, you know, I showed them this is how you operate the fridge, this is how you operate, you know, how you dump, this is everything. I think that helps when uh, claims are submitted to make sure that you've done everything you, you've needed to do to make sure it's being used properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what I like to do is I think when we started out, we used to do like time stamped photos that way, it proved, you know, that they were taken at the time the unit was leaving and when it came back. Um, Hold a red shoe or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> picture up to the day, you know. <laughs> Good thing technology has changed that. You don't have to have like the newspaper yep. up anymore. Way back in the day, we used to do that. Okay, just hold a pencil up and then we'll know that it's what it needs to be. <laughs> so you're right. We don't have to do that yeah. anymore. So, yeah, we went from the timestamp photos to where we now have an app that kind of compiles all the information. And it's something that the renter has to sign off on as well. So, before they leave, they're stating that they agree with the condition that they received the RV in. So I think that helps a lot as well. Now, is there anything else that I might be missing? Like what else do you feel is really important to know insurance wise that someone might not think of on their own? Yeah, I think we touched on just, you know, insurance is going to have exclusions, terms and conditions. So you, you just need to be mindful of all of that. But I think it really just kind of depends on where you are with your business and what you're looking for and to make sure that you, I mean, you're going to have a list of things that you need, right? So having that conversation with your insurance agent to say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. I need to make sure that I'm understanding the product that you're offering. Talk about deductibles. Talk about the limits. Is it an aggregate? Is it per occurrence? All of those things are important when you're having that conversation and, you know, have your list of questions or like we've talked about, you know, is loss of use covered? No, it's typically not. Interior damage. Those are the things I think you just need to be mindful of and have that conversation with your insurance agent to make sure you're on the same page and you understand how the coverage is working. 
Okay, I agree. And now what if someone wants a quote from MBA, where should they go to? So our homepage, which is mbainsurance.net, there's a get a quote button. We actually launched our, what we call internally quote automation about a year and a half ago. And so you can get a quote, complete the application and bind right there online. If you have questions about anything we talked about, or you have some specific scenarios you wanted to run by, I'd be happy to have a conversation with you. I can give my direct line or my email address. I know Gar has my contact information, you too, Stacey. So whatever is easiest to have people get a hold of me is, is works for me. So. Okay, great. I'll add that in the show notes so anyone can find that information. And then just real quick, as you were saying that I thought of, I know we touched on a little bit, you said about how there can be like seasonal rates. I just wanted to talk a little bit about premiums. Like I know in my experience, it's per unit, correct? That's correct. So the policy is issued on an annual basis, and then we're going to bill each vehicle that's on the policy, scheduled on the policy. And then that month, the premium is determined by various things, your location, value of the vehicle, how many vehicles are in your fleet. There's all these factors that kind of determine what that monthly premium is going to be. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I know I've always had very good luck with using MBA. We live in New York State, and we used it for four years for our units. The reason why we kind of went into MBA is because at the time when we started, the platforms weren't even covering New York State because of some of the limitations they have. But it was really a blessing for us because, you know, that peace of mind of having the RV covered, you know, year round is is really helpful. So thanks for so much for joining us today. And like I said, I'll go ahead and share your information if anyone wants a quote. Awesome. Thanks for having me. And um, I look forward to speaking with you soon. Great. Thank you.